Hello, my name is Dr. Kim Farina, and I'm a veterinarian and host of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis, provided to you by Zoetis Pet Care. Welcome to season two. In season one, we learned all about ProHeart 12 with the active ingredient Moxidectin, and now we have another new product for you to learn about in season two, Symperica Trio, a combination of Moxidectin, Pyrantal, and Serilaner. Here's what we're hoping, that these three podcast episodes provide you with new information about heartworm disease, ticks, and gastrointestinal parasites, and we will help you figure out how to put them all together with Semperica Trio. I'll be interviewing three extraordinary guests on three episodes who all have stories to tell, information to share, and no doubt some laughs, because I've got a few trivia questions sprinkled throughout the show so you can test your knowledge on some non-veterinary topics. Another thing, you don't have to listen to the episodes in order, but they do have a flow, so it may help for you to listen to them in sequential order. Here's what's most important. If you want further information on Semperica Trio, visit www.sempericatriodvm.com. Today, Dr. Claire Walther joins us, a veterinarian who works for Zoetis. She is the medical affairs manager for the Semperica Trio franchise, and lucky for us, We had the delight of having her on the show in season one, and now she's graced us with her presence yet again in season two. So thank you for joining us today, Dr. Walther. Absolutely. I'm I'm happy to be here and get to be a part of your show again. (laughs) Well, I interviewed you in season one of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis about ProHeart 12. And in that episode, you shared a bit about your career. So tell us more about what you do as the lead veterinarian for the Semperica Trio franchise. Yeah, great. So, you know, the role is very similar to what I described in season one. You know, it's really centered around education for both internal and external customers as it relates to parasites that our pets can get. I am very passionate about protecting pets and helping our teams understand parasites and their prevention. I always knew that mosquitoes and ticks were bad news, but it wasn't until I joined Zoetis that I really learned how devastating these diseases that these parasites carry for our pets. And the threat is getting worse every year across the nation. With the launch of Semperica Trio, I get to help lead the assault on these parasites and and those diseases that they can transmit to our pets. I love that. You help lead the assault on parasites. Dun, dun, dun. That's fabulous. Great. In the past two episodes of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis, we discussed Semperica Trio as a monthly preventative against heartworm disease, ticks, fleas, and gastrointestinal parasites. Now, we also talked about heartworm disease and tick diseases. In this episode, I'd like to dig deeper and focus on how a veterinarian makes a decision about the parasite preventative that they'd recommend to pet owners. Now, with that said, when we talked about ProHeart 12 last season, I think one of the most exciting aspects of this heartworm disease preventative was the ability to have phenomenal owner compliance. But here's the thing. I think vets may be thinking like, how do I decide which one to use? ProHeart 12, Semperica Trio. So Dr. Walther, can you, can you just sort this out for us? Yeah, I, you know, really the best thing to me is that now Zoetis offers customizable protection, especially for heartworm disease for every dog. We know that every dog and every pet owner has diverse needs. 
And parasite protection just isn't one size fits all. So it's important that we can offer them different options. Now, just because we have different options, that doesn't mean we should create a McDonald's menu and let owners pick what's best for their pet. Because your recommendation as veterinarians and veterinary professionals is the number one reason that a pet owner will pick a product like Simparacotrio. So step one is to really create that top recommendation for a product or series of products, depending on the parasite of greatest concern. And a good way to start thinking about that is to ask, what is the greatest parasite threat in your area? Is it heartworm disease? Is it ticks, fleas, intestinal parasites, or potentially a combination of both? Well, I think I know the answer. So I'm in the Northeast, but what if I was a vet who wasn't sure what the greatest parasite risk was in my area? That's a really good question, Kim. And I I think a great place to start is at capcvet.org. So this is Companion Animal Parasite Council, and they offer prevalence maps, which help estimate the threat level of some of the common parasites that we see. Now, remember when you look at these maps, that they only account for approximately 30% of all tests performed, but it's still a really good place to start. So Kim, a question to you, in what state do you practice, and what would you say would be your top parasite of concern? Well, I practice in New Jersey, so Dr. Walther, I'd assume it would be ticks. Let's take a look at it. Already no big surprise here when we hear New Jersey, we think of the Northeast, And Lyme disease has the highest prevalence in this area, which is transmitted by the deer tick. So your top parasite of concern would be ticks. And if we kind of dig into the numbers, we can see intestinal parasites as well as heartworm disease. So you are going to want a product that is fierce against ticks, but also has coverage for intestinal parasites and heartworm disease. But there are multiple ways to achieve that, right? So the step two of this decision-making tree is to determine what are those desired product features and what are some pet pen owner preferences. And Zoetis offers a parasiticide preventative to meet all of their different needs. Kim, from season one, what would you say is the key benefit of offering a product like ProHar 12? So I'd have to go with what I said a moment ago, which is 100% owner compliance. Exactly. ProR12 in Semperica, when partnered together, offer the best opportunity for heartworm, tick, and flea products to achieve compliance. Because ProR12 is a year-long heartworm disease preventative, and Semperica has activity against ticks and fleas for 35 days, giving pet owners some wiggle room at the end of the month. With the addition of Semperica Trio, we now have a comprehensive combination product that is simple to administer and gives pet owners the comprehensive coverage their dogs need in a single convenient monthly chew. So let's make this crystal clear for our listeners. And I want to go through a few case examples. Are you up for that? Absolutely. Okay, cool. I want to start with a five-year-old Labrador retriever in South Carolina. The dog comes in to the practice for an annual exam. The owner says the dog is on heartworm disease prevention, but you notice she's only purchased three months of oral preventative from the hospital. Now, when asked about this purchase, it turns out she only gave three months of prevention to her dog this year. What should we do? In this case, I think we really need to consider what is the deadliest disease. 
this dog is not being appropriately protected against heartworm disease. And as we discussed in season one, this is not unusual. Compliance to oral preventatives can be poor, and pet parents will miss on average three doses a year. Nationwide, 34% of dogs are not receiving preventatives, and 66% of pet owners leave the hospital without any heartworm preventative at all. Ah, this is such a problem. Yes. So, you know, for this dog, we really need to increase compliance, and I would recommend ProHeart 12. ProHeart 12 has moxidectin as the active ingredient and provides dogs with 12 months of heartworm disease prevention, and it demonstrated 100% efficacy in clinical trials. You would want to also partner with Simperica. You would want to use Simperica with ProHeart in this dog to prevent tick and flea infestations. If we take a look at the CAPC map, South Carolina has significant tick threats. From living in the South myself, I know that fleas are a real burden as well. Fleas just love that humidity down there. So absolutely, for this patient, we'd want to cover those bases as well. Oh, this is excellent. This is great. I'd actually like to review more case examples in a minute. But first, do you remember the pause and reflect with Zoetis pop quizzes from season one? I do. And if I remember correctly, I, I didn't do so well. <laughs> it's okay now because you know what? They're back and now you can try it all over again. I have a current events quiz for you. So I hope you've been keeping up on what's happening in the news. Yes? No? Oh. <laughs> Not so much, but I'm ready for it anyway. (laughs) All right, here we go. I have the bell. Ready? Question number one for current events. Scientists who study whales can't just hoist them out of the water and weigh them on a scale. According to the Aarhus Institute of Denmark, a new method to estimate a whale's weight is by using what? Displacement of water? Oh, no, drone, drone imagery. It actually uses a laser range finder to size up the whale's length, width, height, and body mass. Okay, we're going to try again. Number two, this is a news story from LiveScience.com. A tour guide from a small town in South Africa wanted to show his date his pet goldfish, which he kept in the pond by his house. To the man's surprise, the fish wasn't in the pond when he got there. It was caught by a what? What was it caught by? I do know this one because I, they're my biggest fear. It was a spider. Yes, excellent. Specifically, it was a nursery web spider, which comes from a family of these semi-aquatic arachnids that can walk on water. They dive. They even fish for their own prey, which is crazy. And I saw pictures of this, like this little spider carrying this enormous goldfish. It was crazy. Yeah, so actually how I've heard about it is my, my friends know that I'm a little bit of an arachnophobe, and they tagged me to this story. <laughs> That's actually how I found out about it. Oh. You know, I, I have such good friends that really look out for my mental they, health. I know, they really care about you. Last question. A 30-foot tall wall of what created an odd night for some drivers near Yakima, Washington, who spent hours trapped on a highway because of this? Dust? <laughs> No, tumbleweed. Um, according to NBC News, state officials had to send out two snowplows to clear the tumbleweeds, which blew onto State Highway 240 in high winds. Isn't that crazy? That uh, would be a, definitely a sight to see. Yes. Well, um, hmm. you got one right. Slow start. But you know what? You're going to have a chance, a chance to try again in a moment. 
you're smiling. That's good. Okay. I, I, I'm on par with last time. I guess I'm not doing worse. Let's review another case. A four-year-old female spade mixed breed dog in California. She presents to me in September for pruritus. It's been determined that the dog has fleas and has flea allergy dermatitis. No history of heartworm preventative in use. What should we do? So in this case, the question becomes, what is, you know, the biggest parasite threat? The dog is at risk for several things, but getting the fleas under control is obviously key. Kim, you know, what other parasites do you think are important to consider for this California-based dog? Well, I went to veterinary school in California, so I can answer this. I think people would be surprised, but actually heartworm disease is a concern for me in this patient. I completely agree. It's not uncommon for pet owners out west to be completely unaware of heartworm disease risks. But did you know that there are some areas of California where one in 300 dogs are testing positive for heartworm disease? Wow. Santa Barbara County, for example, it's one in 150 dogs are positive. You know, it doesn't matter if these dogs were relocated from other states like Louisiana. They're now a reservoir in that area, putting every other dog at risk. Okay, Kim, so we know we need to cover for fleas, but we should also protect against heartworm disease. Would you recommend the combination of ProHeart and Semperica or Semperica Trio? That's tough. I think I'd go with Semperica Trio. It is kind of a trick question because either is a solid option. And here it would depend on what the pet or the pet owner's preference may be. Both cover the parasites we're most concerned about. So depending on where we are practicing in California, I may lean towards Semperica Trio because of the additional roundworm coverage, but that also can depend on the pet and the pet owner's preference. Another case study for you. My friend lives here in New Jersey and just adopted a 12-week-old puppy. Now, she's very good at giving medications and she wants to be the best dog owner and do everything right for this puppy. What should we do? So in this case, I would say ticks are a main concern and we covered that a little bit earlier. You know, when we think about New Jersey, we think about the deer tick and Lyme disease. And this puppy is only 12 weeks of age. So I would go with Semperica Trio for this puppy. Semperica Trio is approved for puppies starting at eight weeks of age and older and weighing 2.8 pounds and greater. It is also indicated for the treatment and control of tick infestations with the Lone Star Tick, Gulf Coast Tick, American Dog Tick, Black Legged, also known as the Deer Tick, as well as the Brown Dog Tick. And puppies are definitely at a higher risk of intestinal parasites, in particular, roundworms. And Semperica Trio treats and controls two species of roundworms and hookworms. As you can see, we offer customized solutions for each pet and pet owner, and you will be able to tailor their parasite solution for these pet owners. Yes, and I think that's perfect. This was a great exercise in reminding me and our listeners to think about the importance of taking the time to customize the product recommendation for the patient. So this is great. Let's switch gears and answer more questions about Semperica Trio. Why is the minimum dose of Seralaner in Semperica Trio lower than the minimum dose of Seralaner in Semperica? As so it is, we, we undertook the development of Semperica Trio as we do for any of our products, using a science-based and from the ground up approach. The intent was never to simply take Semperica and add other active ingredients to expand the spectrum. 
The product development started with the basics and built from there. Keep in mind, a key objective when developing any pharmaceutical product is to deliver the maximum efficacy with the lowest dose possible. The goal of this process was to achieve a high degree of efficacy against the desired parasites, both within the U.S. and also internationally, while maintaining a positive pet owner experience. And important aspects of a positive pet owner experience are delivering a highly palatable chew, maintaining a small tablet size, and providing it at an affordable cost as well as having a wide safety margin. In Sempericotrio, we get protection against heartworm disease and 10 additional parasite species. Oh, and did I mention Sempericotrio is demonstrated safe in puppies as young as eight weeks of age and weighing at least 2.8 pounds and greater? Yes, you have mentioned this, and it's very good to remind us again because I think it's very important for us to know. This is great. Up next, let's talk about GI parasites, but first, let's step on the break with some Paracatrio and test your wit with a pause and reflect with Zoetis quiz. Dr. Walther, you have a look of bold determination and focus. I see it. It's excellent. All right. A returning champion for season two, it's Animal Tales, a very fast quiz where you have to name a character with a tale that shows up in a tale like a book or a movie. Okay. Now I went rogue with one of these riddles, as you will soon see, since the answer is an animal that doesn't have a tail, but uh, I think you'll figure it out. Okay. All right. (laughs) I've got the bell. Let's go. First riddle. The kids all love me. I'm tons of fun. I'm the cartoon character. That's number one. My underwater city is filled with fish and plants. I live in a pineapple. I'm SpongeBob SquarePants. Excellent. You see, Spongebob, he doesn't have a tail, but I knew you could get it. Riddle number two. It may seem cute that I love honey. I even like it better than money. While in the forest, you might view bees near me. I'm... Winnie the Pooh? Very good. Riddle number three. Here it is. A killer by nature, unleashing my wrath. Get out of the water. I'm on a war path. No time to escape or to give a pause. Move away. I'm the fearful and hungry... Jaws? Yes. And last but not least, I'm a lazy, fat, orange cat. Loves lasagna and sleeping flat. My hatred for Mondays is never concealed. I'm cynical, and my name is... Garfield. Very good. Look at you. Nicely done. Very, very good. We learned that Sempericotrio covers roundworms and hookworms. What about whipworms? Sempericotrio is indicated for the treatment and control of roundworms. So immature adults and adult Toxicara canis and adult Toxicara leonina and adult hookworm Ancelostoma caninum and Uncinarius demicephala infections. Sempericotrio does not have label indications beyond those hookworms and roundworms. Let's explore the prevention of zoonotic diseases. What do you think we need to consider? I think it's important to keep in mind that parasite prevention is more than just monthly purge deworming. A parasite prevention plan should, especially for zoonotic diseases, also include that you know pets seek routine veterinary care. And I say pets, so all of the pets in the household. We also need to think about prompt removal of animal feces because this can help prevent reinfection. It can take weeks for eggs in the environment to become infective once they're outside a pet. So a simple step is just picking up that poop. 
and always stressing the importance of hand washing, especially with children, and, and following proper human hygiene methods with soap and running water after contact with the dog or particularly their stool or their food. Lastly, we do not want to allow children to play in areas that are heavily soiled or potentially contaminated with animal feces. So it is critical to explain these ways that people are infected with parasites. Another interesting fact, it is actually Giardia that was most commonly diagnosed over the past five years as a GI parasite. Semperocotrio does not protect against worms and tapeworms. The good news is, is that the Semperica Trio Satisfaction Guarantee does cover heartworm disease, fleas and ticks, Lyme disease, hookworms, whipworms, roundworms, and tapeworms. So if a dog tests positive for any of these parasites, the Satisfaction Guarantee covers both parasites that Semperica Trio prevents and also a few that it does not prevent against. And at the end, Zoetis is committed to helping you treat your patients if they test positive. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. Let's take a deeper dive into safety. Tell us about Semperica Trio and any important information about safety we definitely need to know. Kim, I'm so glad you asked this because this is always really critical to our veterinary conversations, right? So with Semperica Trio, we want to focus on that there are no contraindications but it has the standard class warning for all isaxazolines regarding the potential for adverse neurologic reactions. In clinical trials, there have been over 3,400 doses given to over 500 client-owned dogs. And in those trials, this product, Simpericotrio, was used concurrently with vaccines, antimicrobials, antiprotozoas, steroids, non-steroids, you get the point. Um, I think the field studies are the best representation of what we would expect to see in your practice. And in these three field studies, the most common adverse events were vomiting and diarrhea. The field heartworm study was run as HeartGuard as the active control, and Simpericotrio in HeartGuard Plus had a similar adverse event profile with the numbers of adverse events occurring at the same frequency as we would expect to see in the general dog population. And again, the most common adverse events for both of those products were vomiting, diarrhea, and lethargy. This safety data should give veterinarians the confidence in prescribing Semperica Trio to the majority of their canine patients starting at puppyhood. Thank you so much for reviewing that with us. I think that was really helpful. We are just about out of time, but... Any fun stories about your own pets that you want to share today? Something we can chuckle about? You know, since we've been uh, working from home a little bit more uh, recently, I, I feel like there's been a lot of those cute moments. I think the one that kind of sticks with me most was last night, my uh, youngest little lady to our family was sleeping on the bed and my uh, orange gregarious cat decided that he was in love with her and he just rubbed back and forth and you could just see the disdain in her eyes where she really didn't like this additional affection, but she also didn't hate it. So I think that one sticks with me as probably the cutest one that I've seen of late. Oh, that's cute. Well, time to stick a fork in this episode. We are done. Thank you, Dr. Walther, for joining us today. We appreciate it. 
It was absolutely my pleasure. This is the final episode of season two of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis, but do not be disappointed. There will be more seasons coming soon. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to, and you will be notified when it launches. I'm Dr. Kim Farina, and this tops off season two of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis. Season three is on its way. Here is some important safety information about Symperica Trio. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures. Symperica Trio contains Seralaner, a member of the isoxazoline class, which has been associated with neurologic adverse reactions, including tremors, ataxia, and seizures in dogs with or without a history of neurologic disorders. The safe use of Symperica Trio has not been evaluated in breeding, pregnant, or lactating dogs. The most frequently reported adverse reactions in clinical trials were vomiting and diarrhea. See full prescribing information at www.symparicatriodvm.com. Here is some important safety information about ProHeart 12. Use ProHeart 12 in dogs 12 months of age or older. Do not administer to dogs that are sick, debilitated, underweight, have a history of weight loss, or to those previously found to be hypersensitive to the drug. Hypersensitivity reactions may occur in some dogs when ProHeart 12 is administered alone or with vaccines. Anaphylactic and anaphylactoid reactions can result in death and should be treated immediately with the same measures used to treat hypersensitivity reactions to vaccines and other injectable products. The most common reported side effects in clinical trials were vomiting, lethargy, diarrhea, and anorexia. People should avoid inhalation, contact with eyes, or accidental self-injection. Certification is required before veterinarians and staff administer ProHeart 12. See full prescribing information at www.proheartdvm.com.